Simmer Down Sports Talk is back with another great show. Today, we are doing our NFL season predictions for the 2020 season, a day after the Texans-Chiefs season opener. What a game. Uh, pretty much what I expected to see from Bill O'Brien, though. <laughs> <laughs> Not much. <laughs> hey, David Johnson scored a touchdown, though. So, I mean, I guess that's some, you know, reward for Bill O'Brien. He's like, hey, you scored a touchdown before Deshaun Watkins. Yeah, they, they really put Hopkins, sorry, but um, <laughs> they really put the new acquisition Cooks to use. Yeah, Cooks they really utilized him well last night. Will um, Fuller dropped a few passes as usual. Will Fuller came out cold. Did not look like he needed a preseason game. And what did I say? Hey, what did I say during the draft when we were talking about the draft? Clyde Edwards Eler, that man might be rookie of the year. Whew. Very well, could be. That's let's a performance like that. Game, Finn. Let's not overreact after one game. Yeah, let's, let's, right. let's. You know what? If he was on the Chargers, you guys would literally be talking about him as like, oh, he's the second coming of LT. I see it in him. <laughs> <laughs> over over opto- uh, opportunistic Chargers fans. Ugh. Finn's like already convinced, I'm sure, that the Chiefs are going to win five of the next 10 Super Bowls, though. Like, I'm, I'm I sure mean, you're probably. It's definitely not going to be the Chargers with Herbert leading the charge. See what Wait. I did there? <laughs> no, I, I no. <laughs> you, you already think he's a you already think he's a bust. Like, <laughs> no, I I don't think I don't think he's a bust yet. I just think I don't know. I have to watch the last episode of Hard yeah, Knocks. Yeah, you need to watch Hard Knocks. You're gonna make your decision off Hard Knocks. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's very educated. Hey man, you got to do what you got to do. Anyways, so yeah, Chiefs roll over the Texans, but first things first, let's go ahead and get to Clown of the Week. This is a pretty controversial one, so uh, Ike, why don't you take this? Um, Clown of the Week, I'm sure everyone heard about this, is Skip Bayless. Um, Long story short, he basically trashed Dak Prescott for dealing with depression and anxiety during the coronavirus shutdown after his older brother Jace uh, died by suicide, which is really sad. And Bayless basically ripped him for suffering from depression and had no sympathy for Prescott, which is completely unexcusable, in my opinion. I think the worst part is, too, is the fact that it's – I'm pretty sure this is National Suicide Prevention Month. Oh, it is, yeah. In the United oh. States. It is. So, I mean, come on, Skip Bayless. I know you're the king of terrible takes, but this isn't even terrible. This is just – I mean, That's this is just evil. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, like it's they it's, want him fired. Really? Yeah, apparently. Who who's Shannon gonna be chirping at? <laughs> I don't know the of, for the rest of the season. Uh, the, find someone, maybe Stephen A. Oh, I bet Stephen A. would be for Shannon uh, uh, Shannon Smith over uh, Max Kellerman. Man, first take is screwed if Stephen A. leaves. Well, Stephen A.'s their highest paid personality at ESPN. I mean, yeah. I mean, who else is there? Again, no one's going to listen to Max Kellerman. Yeah, God. Um, but yeah, like you're encouraged. You're supposed to. Be, you're encouraged to come out and you know talk to people if you're dealing with any kind of issues, especially if it's mental health related. So the fact that Skip said that's unacceptable. He's supposed to be you know, a leader of men. And 
he and he, he said quote unquote <laughs> I, I <laughs> he said quote unquote I don't have sympathy for him going public and I think that is just awful. Uh, Dak was really just trying to be genuine and admit that he he's human and every just like everybody else and you know and then he actually uh who is it skip he goes back on undisputed today and doubles down on what he said instead of apologizing which is even worse and he got a lot of backlash on twitter so yeah. he i'm sure I'm that's sure. an interesting situation that will surely maybe well not surely but maybe could lead to a firing well fox sports already came i don't know out. if they should do that but i mean they might you know just because of the pressure yeah well fox sports came out with a statement already and they said they didn't agree with what Skip said at all. Does not represent Fox Sports. But, yeah, I think – I feel like there will be um, something more to this situation. Yeah. I, I don't think Skip gets off with this. Uh-huh. Anyways. He was in the NFL. He'd just get fined or something. But No, Fox – yeah, Fox Sports is well run. So, yeah. I, they're going to take care of this one way or another. Yeah. Anyways. Let's go ahead and get to our NFL season predictions. So we're going to start it off with my playoff predictions and hot takes for this season. So let's go ahead and get to my AFC playoff picture here. So at number one, I got the Chiefs taking the top spot. I think they'll go probably 14-2, and two, and unless there's like some injuries or something unforeseen. I don't see them losing a ton of games this year. Uh, I got Ravens at the second spot. They're, this isn't a perfect roster, but it's still they They look pretty good, and they I'm gonna be they're gonna be pretty determined coming into this season for sure. After another early playoff exit with Lamar, so uh, the Bills at three. I like the Bills taking the East. I think it's absolutely up for up for grabs, but it's the Bills have the best roster easily and I I'm not confident in the Patriots at all I don't think that's a 10 win roster at all and the the Dolphins are like a year away from a, being a year away so <laughs> I mean and, the, the, and the, the, jet, the Jets are the Jets look awful so they're gonna jet they're, they're just they're gonna do what, whatever they do with Adam Gase so yeah I got the Bills taking the East They'll probably win about 10, 11 games. And then I got the Colts. I got the Colts taking the South because I think the South is dysfunctional. The Texans got worse, in my opinion, and they're relying on a bunch of injury-prone guys to step up and carry the team around Deshaun Watson, which I think is a mistake. And the Jags don't are just too young. And the Titans, I think, are really just the most overrated team right now. I don't see them winning the South, but I know Finn disagrees. We'll get to that later. And anyways, let's get to my wild cards. So I got the Steelers taking the first wild card spot. I think they'll win about 11 games. And then I got the Browns right behind them at nine and seven. And then I think the Titans will sneak in there, but they're only going to be a 500 team, maybe one game better in my opinion. But yeah, that's my AFC. And let's shift on down to my NFC. So I got the Bucks. I think that I'm really confident in this team. Tom Brady with two top ten wide receivers. When's the last time you saw that happen? You, he's gonna be on the full display with that offense. So I got the Bucks. I think they'll win 13 games. Uh, they're gonna take the top spot. Seahawks at two. I think the West. Anybody could come out of this division, though. I don't think this is 
absolutely for certain. Um, but yeah, Seahawks, they, they should be pretty good. O-line's obviously questionable and same thing with that D-line, but I think they will have a pretty good year, even though it, the division is going to be very competitive. So I got them taking the second spot. I got the Packers at three. This is tough because I don't love the Packers division. I mean, I don't like their roster, but I think Aaron Rodgers might, you know, come back and play on like a little revenge tour and show up the Packers for an office because they don't believe in him anymore. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if they still won 11 games. And my last division winner, I'm going to go with the Cowboys, but only mostly because I'm not confident the Eagles will make it through all the way to the finish line without a ton of injuries. And they could be very depleted once again down the stretch. And they got plenty of holes on defense as well. So I don't love the Eagles, although I don't love the Cowboys by any means either. But I'm going to take them to win the NFC East. And then my wild cards are the 49ers at 11-5. and five. I think the Saints will be right behind them. And I got the Cardinals in there as well. They're going to be a very interesting team to watch this season. Um, but, yeah, I left out the Eagles, the Vikings, the Falcons, and the Lions here. I wouldn't be surprised if the Lions made some noise. Uh, this is really not a bad roster. I just don't know what you're getting with Matt Patricia. So, yeah, that's my NFC playoff picture. And uh, let's get down to my hot takes. So these, these are interesting. Oh, here we go. Here we go. So number one, I got the Colts taking control of the AFC South this season. I already mentioned earlier, I think the AFC South is dysfunctional. The Texans didn't get better, and they're relying on guys that haven't proven they can play a full 16-game season. And they, I don't think they're doing a very good job of supporting Deshaun Watson. So I, I, I'm not confident in the Texans this season. And – you know, once again, the Jags are too young. I do like Gardner Minshew, but they're too young. And the Titans, I, I don't love Ryan Tannehill. And they didn't really get better, in my opinion, either. So Colts are taking the AFC South. And number two, I think the Jags will not finish as the worst team in the NFL this season. Everybody thinks this is a foregone conclusion. And they are tanking for Trevor. But... Gardner Minshew is their quarterback. He is very capable. Finn and I saw a film analysis on him. He is a very capable quarterback, but it's just unfortunate because he was a seventh-round pick. The Jags didn't invest a ton in him, and they're not going to support him well, so they can have an excuse to move off of him and probably draft Trevor Lawrence if they do get the number one pick. I don't think they will, though. I think the Jags will not be the worst team, at the very least, in the NFL. They will not have the worst record at the end of the season. Who do you and, think will not be the worst team? I would probably go with the Washington football team. <laughs> I would, too. They just have no talent whatsoever. Oh, man. It sucks to see um, Dwayne Haskins. He's going to get beat up this season. Because, you know, Dwayne... they, dude, they, I've seen some things, though, where people were saying the Giants because of how bad the defense was. And I, then they were drafting Justin Fields at number three overall. Like, they were saying the red, the, sorry, the football team, <laughs> the Giants, the Jaguars, <laughs> be the worst team. And the Giants were going to be drafting Justin Fields. And I was like, I don't know if I feel bad, like bad about this or like happy about this. Because like I, at one point, I love Daniel Jones as much as the next guy. But me and the next guy probably both think Justin Fields is better. <laughs> That's an interesting mock draft. I don't know if I agree with that either. We'll see if yeah, it's many weird. times takes that second second year step that a lot of quarterbacks I think he can. He definitely can. He definitely can. I mean, he's not being – super 
well supported either on offense. So they need more receivers, and they didn't get one this offseason, and they didn't draft one. So I think at this point, you're hoping that Evan Ingram finally has, you know, kind of that breakout season that everyone's expecting him to have. Um, and then maybe Sterling Shepard can finally start, you know, being more consistent. But like, I, I think, I think it will be a better year, especially if Saquon stays healthy. And anyways, getting back to my hot takes, uh, last but not least, I think the Titans are easily the most overrated team and it's not even close. One of the few games, one of the few teams in the entire league, I feel like didn't improve at all. You can make the argument just about everybody else did. I don't like the Packers. I'd also put in this discussion. But I'm way more confident. Are you sure about that? I am, because <laughs> I am way more confident in Aaron Rodgers than I am in Ryan Tannehill. They just gave him $29.5 million a year to be a game manager. And you think the pa- wait, you think the Packers have added more talent than the Titans this offseason? No, but I still think they're better. Okay. All right. And... Look! 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 The Titans are one-dimensional team. You. If All that, right, that's not entirely true. But oh, I'll, I'll, oh, okay. I'll okay. My, okay. My, okay. Okay. Finn. Fourteen pass attempts in their first playoff game, and for what my, about the 49ers? And the second game, playoff game, he had fifteen, and then the third game against the Chiefs, they lose, but he had thirty-one. So yeah, but so, what about the 49ers? Jimmy Garoppolo threw eight passes in the NFC Championship game against the Packers. Well, that's because their run game is lights out. They so is the Titans. Okay, well, guess what? The Chiefs f- found a way to beat them. <laughs> oh, I see. You see, you're stuttering up. All right. Oh, okay. I'll wait for my take. I'll wait for my take. I don't I'll, think I'll Jimmy. G- I don't think Jimmy G's overrated. I think Ryan Tannehill is though. And Ryan Tannehill. All right, all right, all right. Ryan Tannehill gets paid more too, and the, he again they lost. Badly to the Chiefs. The, he was there. He got those pass attempts because it was garbage time. So don't don't give so me that. So the 49ers technically. And then talking about the defense here, corners a huge question mark. They let Logan Ryan walk, which I don't think made a ton of sense. And they still don't have a pass rush. We know Clowney's. Uh, a, they they got Jadavian Clowney. Clowney's a run defender. He is not a premier pass rusher. You okay. ask any ask any, any NFL analyst or scout, they will not say Jadavian Clowney is a top. Like, do you pass think rusher. he's a pass rusher that can get to the quarterback i mean i think he's he's good at pass rushing he's not elite he's a better run stopper than he is pass rusher well that's still adding more than what the packers did all right a lot of other teams in the afc south besides the colts i mean the texans didn't add anything exactly but again i i have a lot more confidence in deshaun watson he can elevate guys i i don't i'm not sure ryan Tannehill can and Deshaun Watson's the focus of their offense. Ryan Tannehill is not the focus of the Titans, and there's a reason why. So, uh, Titans, they are overrated. Just accept it. <laughs> and- <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't accept it. <laughs> no, oh, thank you. <laughs> not even a perhaps. It's just a no. Thing. All right, and that's a, I- that's a baloney. That's a baloney take right there. <laughs> no emoji B baloney. No, my nickname is not Flavor Town. That is yours. So yours is yours is a hey, baloney ain't Flavor Town, man. Bolognese is Flavor Town, but you ain't Bolognese. All right, and as for my MVP pick this season, we've seen second year quarterbacks take it the last two seasons. I don't think this will be any different this season. I have Kyler Murray with the Arizona Cardinals taking home that trophy because the Seahawks have a terrible O-line and D-line. The 49ers, their best wide receivers are going to miss a couple games to start the season. And it looks like they're getting a little banged up already. They didn't get better at DB. 
The Cardinals made it close in both games against the 49ers last season, and they upset the Seahawks in Seattle in Week 16 last season. So second year with Cliff Kingsbury in this offense. Now he has DeAndre Hopkins. Defense is capable now. They have Isaiah Simmons. He's going to be making plays all over the field. He's probably going to be defensive rookie of the year. So I'm going to, yeah, I think Kyler Murray thrives this season, even though the division's going to be really competitive. And uh, I got Kyler Murray this, this year. Wow. All right. Well, Jake, I think we have a few things that we disagree on there, Chief. Oh, right, right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So going to my NFC predictions, in the West, I'm going to go with the 49ers. I think, you know, they lost to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, and, you know, it was a tough game. They played well, I think, on, especially in the offensive side of the ball, and I think they're going to come back and be probably just as strong, if not stronger. I know there's a few uh, injury issues. Obviously, Brayden Ayuk's been injured, and a few of their other guys have been injured, and that's definitely a concern. Um, I think Jarek McKinnon got injured again, too, unfortunately. He did? Uh, I, that's what I, I could be wrong there, but I thought he did. Um, Man, that sucks. He's been injured for years. I don't know. Yeah, let me see. Because he, he definitely. No, like... he's okay. He's healthy. He's healthy. He's healthy. Oh, he's healthy. oh I was going to say, okay. seems like a guy Bill O'Brien would want on his team then. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Jeez. Um, anyways, yeah, I just think this team is still a, a quality team in terms of, you know, not losing much from last year. You know, I think they got rid of DeForest Buckner for, you know, a good uh, package back, and they got Javon Kinlaw with that, who I think could be a really good guy for them. And again, if their receivers get healthy, you're talking about a very dangerous offense, still having Debo Samuel, Raheem Mostert, George Kittle, obviously. Um, so for me, this is the team to beat in the West. Um, I think they'll have around a 12-4 and four, uh, record. I think they'll definitely lose probably one or two to a team like the Seahawks or the Cardinals, um, and then probably a non-conference game, uh, division game as well. Um, and then in the South, I agree with Jake here. I got the Buccaneers. I think it's going to be competitive with them and the Saints. I think the Saints are eventually well, – well, I'll get to the Saints in a bit. But um, for the Buccaneers, I think bringing in Tom Brady, what people don't realize is when he was in New England last year, he really did not have any talent around him. And you can argue the defense was solid, but you can also say that the defense for the Buccaneers was just as, as solid as the Patriots' defense You know, going into this year. Or, you know, they may not have a star like Stephon, Stephon Gilmore, but they're a quality defense. He has Mike Evans at receiver, Chris Godwin, O.J. Howard. He has Leonard Fournette now at running back. I think this is going to be a dangerous team. They have a solid offensive line. And expect Brady to still do some damage. I think they'll be around an 11-5 and team. Um, and then going to the Saints, I just don't see the Saints competing for the uh, NFC South this year. For me personally, I just think Drew Brees has missed his uh, – He's kind of missed his opportunity to win a Super Bowl, um, and I just think they've lost a lot of talent. And Bridgewater last year, but when Drew Brees came back, they struggled. So I, I just those are concerns for me that I just think add up to me believing that the Buccaneers are going to win the South. All right, and in the AFC North, moving on from the South, I disagree with Jake here already. Uh, this is our first disagreement. No, yeah, second. second. He had the Seahawks. Idiot. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> down, down. Um, anyways, in the north, I have the Vikings. Um, I have them pro- around an 11 and 5, 10 and 6 team. I think they'll be really close with the Packers. Um, 
For me, I just look at the Packers and I look at their first round and I just look up uh, at their draft as a whole. And I just didn't think they did enough to add talent to a team that was already losing a lot of talent, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And yes, Aaron Rodgers is still great. Aaron Jones is solid and Devontae Adams is awesome. But outside of that, I don't see a lot. Um, they got J.R. Alexander on the defensive side of the ball. But I still question that defense, and I think it'll be pretty vulnerable against uh, vulnerable against teams like the Vikings and you know teams out, and especially teams like the Detroit Lions too, who could definitely you know wreak havoc in the uh, North as well. But for me, I just think Kirk Cousins, you know, he proved last year that he can get a team to you know pretty deep into the playoffs, um, and you know perform well under pressure. And I think the Vikings definitely have a shot to make the to win the North. I mean, they are my pick, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just I don't know Aaron Rodgers I everything that's going on there it just seems like a really bad situation that's just waiting to blow up I wouldn't be surprised if he let if he was traded or moves on from Green Bay in the next uh, year or two um, or whenever his contract runs out um, and then getting to the East for me um, I think this the as usual the NFC East is always just a crapshoot I think you can kind of go with any team I mean every year you seem to have someone that performs a little bit better than eight and eight and they make the playoffs somehow. For me, I think the Cowboys are a solid team. I think bringing in CeeDee Lamb is huge. I think still having Ezekiel Elliott on uh, at, a, at the running back position is, you know, better than almost any other team in the NFL. Um, they obviously still have Amari Cooper. They have um, Michael Gallup, um, you know, a solid defense. I, I think this is a team to really watch out for. Um, I, I don't know if Dak is the quarterback that can lead a team to a Super Bowl, but I think he's definitely a solid quarterback that you know really needs to make the most of his opportunity this year because if he doesn't for me I think the Cowboys need to move on um but I think he'll have a good season um you know he last year he was statistically in the you know the top you know top 10 in the league and a good amount of stats I think this guy can definitely lead the Cowboys to the playoffs but I think the NFC the NFC in general is just a little top heavy and I don't know if they'll get past the divisional round um and then going to my wild cards real quick. I mean, I have the Cardinals as my first wild card team um, at eleven and five. I like Jake. Think um, yeah, for me, Kyler Murray is a dark horse MVP candidate. I wouldn't give it. To, I wouldn't say he's my favorite to win it, but I think that if there was going to be a second year quarterback to make that jump, um, like Mahomes did and like Lamar Jackson did, I think it's going to be Kyler Murray, and especially now that he has DeAndre Hopkins um, to throw to, um, and the age of Larry Fitzgerald, of course. Um, so I think the Cardinals would be a solid team, and I think they could even give the 49ers a run for their money and the Seahawks as well um, in the West. Um, and I think they can make a potentially deep playoff run if Kyler Murray, you know, really um, plays to his potential. And then for the second playoff team for me, I have the Seahawks, again, right around the record of the Cardinals. I think really the NFC West could be a crapshoot this year, as solid as the 49ers are on defense. And as weak as the Seahawks are on defense, I think all three have pretty um, decent offenses, particularly the 49, uh, sorry, the uh, Cardinals and the uh, Seahawks. And I'd like to see Jimmy Garoppolo take that next step. And if he does, I think the 49ers will run away with it. But I think the uh, Cardinals and Seahawks are going to make it competitive. And then moving on to my last team in the NFC East. I don't know if you guys will like this one or not. I have the Eagles. Um, and I'll get more to why I believe the uh, Eagles and one of my hot takes, but I think they got a decent team. I think, you know, the bottom half of the NFC is pretty much a wild card. I think you can go maybe the Falcons here. You can go the Saints here. 
I think you can go the Eagles. I, I think there's a, a lot of teams you can – you can even go the Packers or the Lions. I think there's a lot of teams you can go here, but I think – well, I'll get, I'll get to it in my hot takes. We'll, we'll talk about the Eagles in a second. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. So Saints fans probably don't like me because I'm not huge on the Saints. They've had the same team for the last three years and barely made it to a conference championship. But Finn doesn't even have him in the playoffs this season. I think that is interesting. You don't like Drew Brees. I think it's a little – well – Sorry to interrupt, but I just think I, I you look at Drew Brees' record last year, especially after Teddy Bridgewater um, went undefeated. It just didn't seem like the same team. And when they played the 49ers in the playoff, uh, sorry, the Vikings in the playoff playoffs, it was just the same script all over again. They just broke down in the in the uh, uh, the second half. Um, and I love Drew Brees. I think he's one of the he's maybe the best passer in NFL history, but. I don't. I didn't think they got any better. I think the Emmanuel Sanders signing is a decent one, but I don't know if it's anything that's going to make a huge dent in how they play. I mean, obviously there's issues with Alvin Kamara. Apparently he's supposed to sign a contract, but I think this defense is suspect at best. Um, I think they have some good pieces, but they're uh, still young. And I think at some point they have to consider, okay, maybe Drew Brees just isn't the same player that we, you know, had three, four years ago. And I think that. They might be similar in the Patriots. I mean, sorry, the Steelers in a less dramatic way of their ship having already sailed. Um, but yeah, we should post something I think on the Instagram with them. And be like, Finn doesn't think that the Saints will make the playoffs, and then have all the Saints. Oh, so we can have a bunch of Saints <laughs> fans oh. get mad at us again? Who, who, who that nation is not gonna like that? Yeah. <laughs> who that nation, baby? Hey, and wait, so and you don't think the Packers will win ten games either? So you do not have Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers. Two guys that I have don't a ton of postseason experience, they're not going to make it this year. I don't think the Packers did enough to improve in the offseason for me. I mean, drafting Jordan Love, I saw that, and I was just like, this is a red flag. This is obviously a sign to Aaron Rodgers that, one, this organization wants to move on. I think it points that there's a lot of issues within the organization internally that we don't know about from the outside that is going on between Aaron Rodgers and ownership or between coaches you know, his relationship with Mike McCarthy was a little bit suspect. You know, you know, Aaron Rodgers is the type of guy that brings a little bit of, I don't think he's a diva, but I definitely think he brings a vibe that's, you know, can rub people the wrong way. And I think the Packers might be thinking from their point of, you know, view that, you know, they just can't win with Aaron right now anymore. Um, and that's unfortunate, but at that point, you know, I do understand, you know, the management going in that direction. I just don't think it was the right you know, moment in time. I think if they drafted a wide receiver, gave Aaron another one or two years, we could be talking about a different situation. Um, it, but I, I, the Jordan Love drafting just really shocked me. It was just such an unneeded pick for them right now. You, they really should be trying to build around Aaron Rodgers, and they didn't. And we've seen in past years that he gets injured. If guys don't live up to the, you know, what he needs them to play, you know, on his, le- on his playing level, the defense struggles – you know, he has no other wide receiver option outside of DeMonte Adams. They're going to struggle. And I, I, I think, unfortunately, this year the Packers are going to be uh, a 9-7, and 10-6 team. That's not to say that they can't beat the Vikings and win the division. I just think they're going to um, – I think it's going to be tough for them. Those are some interesting picks. Well, if you think this NFC playoff picture is bad, what do you hear is AFC picks? Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow. I'm just going to end the pod. I'm going to end the podcast here. You guys, are, you guys already know where to find us, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> Anyways. um, All right. My AFC. So the West's pretty typical for me. I got the chiefs. I got them going 13 and three. I don't think there's much that needs to be said here. 
The offense just got more explosive with adding Clyde Edwards-Elair. Patrick Mahomes has been unbelievable in his first start. Tyree Kill had a touchdown. This is still probably, in my opinion, the most potent offense in football. Um, and I just I see them having the best record in the NFL this year as well. I think, you know, the Chargers took a step back when they lost Phillip Rivers. I think the Raiders are in a murky situation right now, and I think the Broncos are unproven. So I think this is going to be a decent uh, – I think it's going to be pretty easy for them to win the division pretty handily. Um, and I would expect them to go two and zero against most te- um, most division ga- uh, uh, opponents, but yeah, I have the Chiefs um, winning the West, and then in the South, this is where Jake and I. I think I'll get more into it when I talk about the Titans um, in my other hot take. But for me, I think I have the t- I have the Titans winning the uh, the South right now. I really really like uh, liked what I saw in that postseason last year with this team. I felt Ryan Tannehill did what he needed to do to make that team successful. If Derrick Henry, you know, is only just scratching the beginning of his prime, I think we're going to be seeing one of the better backs that we've seen in, a few, you know, a long time. Um, and yeah, we'll get more to this team in a bit. And then um, in the North, again, I think, you know, this is kind of a division that's pretty much self-explanatory on who's going to win it. I think the Steelers are not going to be anywhere near a competitive team in the playoffs. I would have to disagree with Jake on that. I just think Ben Roethlisberger coming off a shoulder injury at his age, he's done, He he's way past his prime and I think this will be a huge uh, season regression for him and I think the defense will be stout but I don't think it will be enough for them to win games because I think the offense is going to be a little slow um and then for me the Browns uh I will talk to them a little bit again in my hot take but I just see them struggling again this year for a few reasons but one in particular so I have the Ravens winning the division at around 12 and 4 um I just think it's 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 just a solid team we know how well the Ravens have played you know, last year Um, for me, it's just for them executing in the playoffs and, you know, making sure that they can play well, you know, really for the first time in the playoffs because Lamar Jackson's 0-2 right now, but you know, if they can have a solid regular season, I would like to see them really, really, really win some games in the playoffs and potentially make a Super Bowl because Lamar Jackson definitely has the skill set to get them there. It's just about playing when it matters uh, well when it matters. Um, And then in the East, again, pretty self-explanatory division. I have the bills. I think, the Patriots could definitely give them a run for their money. I think you always have to be careful with Belichick as a head coach. But I think the Bills just have the be- one of the best defense, if not the best defense in football. I think Josh Allen could definitely make some progressions this year as a quarterback. I'm still a little 50-50 on him, but I think there's a chance for him to really succeed if he can improve his accuracy. And I think getting Stephon Diggs is a huge move in, in, in getting Josh Allen to move in that direction. Um, and then also adding Zach Moss from Utah, the running back, uh, uh, with uh, – Devin Singletary, I really, really liked that a lot, too, to replace Frank Gore. So I have the Bills winning the East. And then for my wild cards, I have the Colts. Because, again, I think the South really could go to the Titans or Colts either way. I think it's really a coin flip between the two teams. Um, I have the Broncos. Um, And, again, I'll get in the Broncos into my hot takes, too. Um, And I have the Patriots going 9-7. And for me, again, this is just another team that I think, you know, I think Cam Newton's going to have a renaissance year under Bill uh, Belichick. I think that, you know, he definitely can still um, play to the you know level he was at when he was in his MVP uh, uh, his MVP season. Um, and I think the Patriots could definitely, you know, they got a solid defense. I, offensively, I question them a little bit, but if Nikhil Harry can step up, I think we have a decent team that could definitely make a run at a wild card spot. Um, so going into my hot takes. Um, well, first off, I'd, lo- I'd, I'd love to talk about Drew Locke. Um, and Jake knows and Ike knows that I've been a big Drew Locke fan for a while. Hold on. I have a bone to pick with your playoff picture here for a second, the AFC. The AFC is atrocious, and I'm going to tell you why. First of all, the Patriots 
have a six-win roster. Belichick, there's no way Belichick has no magic to fix this team. There's no way he's going to be able to do it with this roster. This is not a nine, ten-win roster. Who else in the AFC at the bottom of the AFC can compete for this spot? I think you could maybe make an argument here for the Jets if they were lucky. I think you can make the Texans, but you don't even have the Texans in your um in your in your uh, wild card spot. And you're saying that the Steelers are going to be here or the Browns? Okay, I, mean, I think both of those teams. I can I let me get to the the Browns at least, but I think the Steelers. I we're talking about a Ben Roethlisberger coming off a so, shoulder injury with almost no weapons, I, you know, with a somewhat solid defense, you know, with two great players, but outside of that, still struggled, especially at corner. Whoa, 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 hold on! The Steelers have more than a somewhat solid defense. They won it's nine a solid games, defense, but I don't see them winning with the offense that they have right now, especially if they're going to start Ben Roethlisberger. They need to move on from Ben Roethlisberger and take a quarterback through the draft. They they won nine games last season with Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph. And Mason Rudolph took a helmet to the head, and he was still able to finish the season. Yeah, and Ben, and ben Roethlisberger's had enough concussions. He, he literally had enough painkillers in a game to put a bear to sleep. I mean, this guy is not going to play well. And, and Juju was off. This Steeler team won nine games because of this yeah. defense. And Juju had a tough year with inconsistent quarterback play. Big Ben comes back. This team's going to do great things. All right. Well, agree to disagree, but uh, all right. My hot takes. Drew Locke. I think Drew Locke could be a dark horse MVP candidate. I think maybe not on the same level as Kyler Murray, but I definitely think Drew Locke can lead the Broncos to the playoffs. And I'll tell you what. I loved what I saw uh, saw last year when I saw him play. And I think he's really a great quarterback. He led the SEC in yardage when he was at Missouri. You know, he had a great season last year, great QBR. You know, he really showed that he had the same skill set and the same gunslinger type vibe as a Patrick Mahomes. Now, I'm not going to compare those two yet, but I see the same sort of traits in that prototypical NFL quarterback that a lot of, you know, teams want now that's a gunslinger that can throw the ball deep and really just get the ball, you know, around the field. And the Broncos have put maybe one of the, in my opinion, the best young, exciting offense in the NFL. They have Noah Fan at tight end who could definitely become a perennial pro bowler. KJ Hamler could be their speed guy. They have Phil Lindsay and Melvin Gordon in the back in the backfield. As much as the Charger fans on this podcast hate to see, hear that, they also have Cortland Sutton at wide receiver. And let me tell you, Cortland Sutton is a fantastic wide receiver. He's a big body can go up and get it in the red zone, also can go get it at any uh, anywhere on the field. And then they get one of the – maybe the they get, in my opinion, actually the best route runner in the draft in Jerry Judy. So they're, Locke has all the tools around him to succeed. And I think losing Vaughn Miller on the defensive side of the ball is rough and the defense will struggle. But I think their offense can be explosive enough to get them over the hump and get them to slip into a wild card spot in the playoffs. So I'd really watch out for uh, Drew Locke this year. And going on to my second hot take – this is where I go into the Browns and why I just don't think they have a chance in the uh, in the AFC North. And for me, it's I honestly hate to say this, but I just think Baker Mayfield is not going to live up to his number one draft pick. And I think that the Browns are going to have to consider moving on from him after this year. For me, I think the one thing that you have to look at now, and it's a little bit short-sighted to say this on my part, I'll admit, but I think we've seen the jump that a lot of quarterbacks make now in their second year. And I don't want to say it's routine, but I definitely think it's a good trend to see your quarterback really understand the system in their second year and play well. And we've seen the last two MVPs be second-year quarterbacks, and I think this year it won't be any different. And I think for um, Baker Mayfield, you know, I think he's got a great skill set. And again, I could be completely wrong. I just 
From what I saw last year, I don't think he's comfortable in the pocket. I think the Browns have created the situation where they have a lot of high-end talent, but they don't seem to be able to put it together. And again, he's onto his second head coach already. Or sorry, his third head coach. My bad. And it, it, it just doesn't look good for me. You know, if you're a young quarterback and you've been on your third head coach, that's a bad, that's a bad sign. So I think the Browns will be a mediocre team at best, maybe around eight and eight, maybe nine and seven, maybe slip into the wild card if they're lucky. But I just don't see it this year. And it's sad because, you know, I feel like we're maybe at, you know, the time where we're going to start realizing soon the Browns went all in for nothing and they're going to go back into the abyss. <laughs> um, and then last but not least, I think both the Colts and the Titans could be Super Bowl caliber teams this year. For the Colts, I think Phillip Rivers could definitely have a renaissance year just like Cam Newton in a new offense, in a new system with great young weapons around him. He's got Jonathan Taylor and Marlon Mack at running back to support the passing game. He's got maybe the best offensive line uh, lineman in the NFL in Quentin Nelson. You know, he's got great receivers with T.Y. Hilton, Michael Pittman. You know, this is a solid team, a solid defense that got DeForest Buckner, has Malik Hooker coming back. I'm excited for this Colts team, and I think they really can do some damage. And I think the Titans can as well. And, you know, to disagree with Jake, I would say that, you know, I don't think they did a lot on the offensive side of the ball, but I don't think there was a lot they needed to do. I think there's a little bit of concern with Corey Davis and his progression, but A.J. Brown definitely has the capability to become one of the better receivers in the league. Derrick Henry has already shown us that he can be the best back in the league. And Tannehill has shown us that he can do what is needed of him to uh, have this team be successful. But to say that they didn't improve on the defense side of the ball, I just don't think that's true. I think losing Logan Ryan is definitely tough, but it's not that big of a loss for that secondary. And I think the big thing for them is that the fact that they got you Davion Clowney, which is going to do wonders for their defense, especially on the running in the running game. Um, so I would watch out for the Titans. And I think to, to go against the narrative that Tannehill is overrated, I would say, one, we only saw him in a Miami off, uh, offensive system for his entire career until he went to the Titans, which was awful. And then he learned that system while he was traded midway through the season and led them to an AFC, uh, AFC championship game on the fly. Basically he has more time to, uh, he has now more time. He's had more time to learn the system. I think he's going to be better than he was last year. And I think you can say like, Oh, he doesn't throw a lot of passes. Well, you can look at a lot of other quarterbacks like Jimmy G. They haven't been throwing a lot of passes. They've been relying on the running game. They've been relying on their defense. They've been relying on other options to win games. And they've been doing what's needed of them to get to those positions. Do I think this is a team that will win the Super Bowl? I don't know, but I think they're in the mix. And I would say the same for the Colts, and I think they both could be dark horses out of the AFC. Hey, hey, and, hey, wait. First of all, the Titans here. The Titans were a great story, but as soon as opponents figure out how to stop Derrick Henry and – Make Tannehill play quarterback. That's how the other team's going to be winning football well, games. As soon as the team learn how to play, uh, have a running game against the 49ers, then Jimmy Garoppolo is going to learn how to play quarterback. And I'm telling you, I don't see how either of them really played any better than each other in the playoffs when it mattered. Hey, you see Jimmy G win that game against the Saints last season and at the Dome? That's a pretty good game. Yeah, Tannehill had some good games too. Remember when he beat the Patriots? Not in the postseason. Ravens? Not in the postseason. He did no, what he sir. needed to do. He didn't make mistakes. I don't think that's going to be enough this season. Anyways, my last two quick takes that I just kind of wanted to add and we'll probably get into in future weeks is, you know, I have the Eagles making the playoffs. I really think Carson Wentz, could, you know, is going to have a a renaissance year just like uh, <laughs> Philip Rivers and uh, Cam Newton. Um, and I think Cam Newton and Carson Wentz will be definitely fighting for comeback player of the year, most uh, if 
uh, yeah, in my mind. But yeah, watch out for the Eagles, especially if Jalen uh, Rager can get healthy. I think he's a really good player, um, even though he was getting a lot of hate uh, when he was drafted by the Eagles. But uh, I think he's solid. Um, so watch out for the Eagles. And then the last one, I'm watching Hard Knocks. I think the Rams at some point are going to have to consider blowing it up. I don't think Jared Goff is the answer. I think losing Todd Gurley was huge for them. They lost a lot of cap from that, and it really hurt their offense. I think they have some decent young receiving options like Van Jefferson, but I just don't see this team being successful with the offense. I think a lot of people have learned how to play uh, McVay's scheme, and he could even be on his way out in this year and the next year, but I think he would definitely find success somewhere else. But there's a lot of red flags for the Rams right now, and I wouldn't be surprised if they end up at the bottom of the uh, NFC West. So uh, Before we move on to yeah. Ike's picks, i got to say something quick about the Broncos here. So you're convinced your lock's already the next big thing. I'm going to disagree with you. This is – the Browns of 2019. They're getting, they're going to get all the hype, but yeah, but they don't have veteran guys coming in. These are all young rookies. Like this is a team for the future. Exactly. First, that's just a negative. That's another negative. But my thing is they don't have offensive tackle figured out. Right tackle, offensive, uh, right tackle, Jawan James opted out of the season. Off the left tackle, Garrett Bowles is certainly not the answer. Every Broncos fan knows that they're screwed at offensive tackle. They're going to be screwed. And Von Miller is potentially out for the year. This team is already trending in the wrong direction. I'm just saying I think they're in a better direction than the Steelers, who have a Ben Roethlisberger's right at this point in his career is not as good as a quarterback as Drew Locke. That's baloney. But all right, well you know what? <laughs> me and Jake are going oh, at it. Uh, Anyways, let me get. I'll get to my MVP and my rookie of the year really quick. My MVP, Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if I have to say anything else. I think it, you know he was injured last year, which was you know played into the factor that he did you know didn't get the award obviously for missing games. But he led this team to a Super Bowl victory. I think he's still the best player in football. Watch for him to reclaim his throne as MVP. And for Rookie of the Year, I got Joe Burrow. I think he's in a weird situation in Cincinnati. The offensive line is a little bit suspect, but he's got great receiving options in Tyler Boyd, A.J. Green, and uh, T. Higgins. But And he's got a great running back in Joe Mixon. So watch out for Joe Burrow to make uh, some noise this year and play well. Man, in um, that division, I don't know. And you're, you're going to have him win the rookie of the year over Clyde. Clyde is has everything. Hey, Joe Burrow hasn't played a game. Amazing. Clyde's only got the luxury of because he's played a game already. We don't know about what Joe – we don't know what Joe's going to do yet. But Clyde, Clyde's in a perfect hey, simmer, situation. Hey, simmer down, boss. We haven't, we haven't seen Joe yet, man. But anyways, those are my picks. Jake can – Go to hell for <laughs> for bullying me about these picks when I kindly disagree with some of his, but he's just like, "Oh, these are idiotic." But no, no these are these I, are blasphemy. You can kindly go to hell, sir. And this is not, blasphemy. If, yeah, perhaps you can fully go to hell. This is bl- wow. Oh, blast me, blast me with the same beat. <laughs> no one knows what we're talking about, right? Oh man, we got Max. Yeah, Max... uh, you know the you, some some. There's Max some Kellerman over here with some with some strong takes. Whoa! <laughs> all right, all right. So Skip Bayless over here. Oh, some more people. Watch out, jeez. Oh man, I'm not I'm not a big Cowboys fan. I'm not the Cowboys fan I used to be. So I, I'm not. Skip How about Bayless. them Cowboys? <laughs> okay, Ike. Let's let's hear your picks. They're going right. to be way better than Finn. So. I, I feel like oh. my picks are kind of the best of both worlds between you guys. Um, kind of mix between both. So for the NFC, on top, of course, I got the Niners. Um, they didn't really lose anyone too significant. Um, Kyle Shanahan, obviously one of the great play callers in the modern day NFL. Um, plus that elite defense. So not much more needs to be said about that. At at um, in second place, I have the Buccaneers. Tom Brady with his 
10,000 receivers down there in Florida, plus Leonard Fournette now, Ronald Jones, and Shady McCoy, and a pretty decent O-line, um, plus plus a great front seven on defense. Buccaneers, 49ers, one and two, honestly, could go either way. Um, I could see, I could definitely see the Buccaneers sliding up to one. Um, at, at For the three seed, I have the Cowboys. Um, like Ben said earlier, Zeke is a lot better than most starting running backs out there. And plus, we got CD Lam- we got CD Lamb on that roster now, and we got we got we got Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup. Go go Rams! Um, and the defense has only gotten better. They added Trayvon Diggs because they had a huge hole at corner, in my opinion. They they fixed that. Um, and just overall solid team, um, very complete team. Um, will definitely make the playoffs. Uh, at four, I have the Packers winning the North. Um, I'll get to that later, but I think Aaron Rodgers will come out with a fire under his ass this season, especially since they just drafted Jordan Love. I wish, I really, really, really wish they drafted a wide receiver or picked one up, but, you know, what can you do? Aaron Rodgers is still going to carry that team to at least 10 wins, I think. Wild cards. We got uh, Seahawks. Russell Wilson. uh, Russell Wilson's going to... Definitely not going to let this team miss out on the playoffs, especially since they added Jamal Adams. Um, we got the Saints. I think there's too much talent there to not have them in. And Cardinals, you know, uh, Kyler Murray, I think he's going to take that second that second, that second, leap this year that a lot of second-year quarterbacks have been uh, have been doing recently. See, Finn, this is a reasonable man. He at least has the wow. Saints as a wild-card team. <laughs> okay, come on. Mine's some – mine's <laughs> – it's 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 this a, is a this is a, a cordial debate. You're just <laughs> easier, my guy. You better watch yourself, eh? <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say one thing Jake doesn't like, and he's gonna be like, whoa, 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 hold up, hold up. And I think that's gonna come when I get to my AFC. He's like, pick. that's a <laughs> NFC what hot takes. That take? NFC hot takes. I already said it. Kyler Murray is gonna take a leap this year. I think I said it in episode two. Um, our draft rankings or something. I think we pro- Kyler Murray- we, we've we've all talked about it at some point. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure. we, yeah. We all have. We've all said that Kyler Murray could be. We're very pro Kyler Murray. Yeah, we're very high on Kyler Murray here at the SD Sports Talk podcast. Um, but also like Cliff, Cliff ha- has like the pieces. You know, he has the pieces that he wants. He has at least more of them than he had last year. So this team should do a lot better than they did last year. Um, unfortunately, they do have to face Seattle and San Francisco t- twice. And I'll even throw in the fact that he has to take on Jalen Ramsey twice. So that's that's six six games where I, I honestly could go either way. But I think the, I think he's up for it. Yeah, I think he's up for it. Um, NFC hot take too. Despite their horrible offseason and draft, I think the Packers remain a step above the competition, at least in their division. I'm not a huge fan of the Lions. I'm I'm definitely not a huge fan of the Bears with uh, Mitch, Mitch still at the helm. Um, and I think they have a better team than Kirk play action. His cousins can carry the Vikings too. I absolutely agree with that. I, I don't see any problems with that. The cousin, uh, the Vikings could surprise some people. They might take the division, but I, I like the Packers a little more just because we're talking about on paper. Yeah. Also, you have to- yeah, but I think I think the the Vikings defense got a lot better with Yannick Ngakwe coming in, and also I think Justin Jefferson could easily replace, you know the same type of talent that they had with Stephon Diggs at, and, you know, they still moment, have, he is wide receiver three though. So we'll have to see about that. I have, I have them. In they still have it. Yeah. They still have that in Thielum too. And they, yeah. st- you know, they still have Kyle Rudolph um, and uh, BC Johnson. You know, is, CSU alum. Yeah. 
Well, guess um, what? They all, Cook, like a solid team. They're they also team. they also have two rookies starting at corner. So if teams can exploit that and take advantage, then that's going to be an issue for that them. That could be a big issue. So I do like the Packers over the Vikings. Though. All right, let's move on to the AFC. My picks for the AFC: Chiefs, obviously number one. Um, Patrick Mahomes, best offense in the league. I don't think I need to say much more. Ravens, Lamar Jackson coming off his MVP season. Unfortunately, they lose Earl Thomas, but I don't think that's that big of a blow. Um, he was he was kind of being a uh, bad teammate anyway. Um, so they got that Texas City out of there, and that's what I like to see from Harbaugh. Um, balance, very balanced team, um, good on offense and defense, uh, definitely in the running for the Super Bowl this year. At three, I real, I'm really high on the Bills. Um, this is why, because Josh Allen proved that he can play at least at a good level last year. Now he has a good receiver. So make it make a break time for Josh Allen. I think he'll come through. Um, they also added that running back, Zach Moss. Am I right? Wait, Zach Moss? Yep. Okay, yep. Zach Moss. I mentioned Zach Moss. So they got Singletary and Moss in the backfield. Um, pretty good receiving core. Um, and I think the Bills will win, win, the, uh, win the East, the AFC East. At number four, I have the Colts because – if you watched Philip Rivers last year, he was running around for his life, okay? Like, Sam Tevy would just not not try to block anyone. Um, now that he has, I would say, an elite O-line. I, I like, I re- I'm really high on the Colts O-line. Um, they, they have some good pieces in there. Um, he will not have to worry about getting rid of the ball so quickly, which led to a lot of turnovers last year um, with the Chargers, just because he was under so much pressure because the O-line was so bad last year. All right, wild cards, wild cards, wild cards. This is where I'm going to get some flack, probably. Um, I got the Broncos. Uh, well, hold up, hold up. This is no particular order, but I think these are the three teams that will get into the <clears throat> Um, I got the Broncos. Um, I, I'm not completely sold on Drew Locke yet, but I've seen enough to be where I'm like, okay, you can definitely win nine or ten games. Uh, oh, yeah, screw you, Jake. Someone agrees with me. <laughs> Doesn't mean, gonna, doesn't mean it's gonna doesn't mean it's gonna happen doesn't mean it's gonna happen uh just like it doesn't mean it's gonna happen uh you think the Steelers are gonna make the playoffs um i don't, I don't think a lot of people will disagree with me with that but. i have the patriots i have the patriots as a second wild card slot simply because i really like their defense i think cam newton can come in and carry carry the offense to to a couple wins um but honestly this is gonna be a defensive heavy team with Cam Newton on offense. So I, I, I do like it. I like Nikhil Harry's game. Um, Edelman's still there. They got an okay O-line. I mean, hopefully Cam's shoulder holds up. He doesn't get smacked too hard like he was getting killed in Carolina. Yeah, um, keep pounding, right? Keep pounding. <laughs> <laughs> keep pounding, keep pounding. And then, uh, finally, I have the Chargers. I think that Tyrod Taylor has had the best receiving – he has the best receiving core this year that he has ever had. Um, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, rookie KJ Hill is, um, I think he's going to make a big impact, even though he's a seventh round pick. Um, he was a, he was a pretty big steal. Slot. Um, I, I feel like Tyrod does very good with slot receivers. Um, what about, have, what about the, he had Odell and Jarvis Landry though, when he was on the, Browns. no, he did not have Odell. He only had Jarvis. That's, oh yeah. So like, yeah, you're right. My bad. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. So oh, I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah, simmer down. He, Oops. Some, <laughs> Accidents happen. Accidents yeah. happen. He has, he has some big targets for the very first time in his career, and I think he can uh, he can slip into the, the playoffs with him. Um, unfortunately, they lost Derwin James. Uh, what are you going to do about that? But also, 
Uh, Nasir Adderley, second year, um, second year safety. I think he's going to have a big year. Uh, watch out for his name. Notable absences. I'm not too high on the Steelers for the reasons Finn stated. Um, I don't like Ben Roethlisberger. Um, I think they need to definitely invest in a quarterback in the near future. Last time I watched him, he was throwing up ducks. A lot of them. Um, the last two seasons he's actually played. I mean, they've been good, but a lot of interceptions, a lot of bad throws. Um, Texans, uh, I don't like what they did this offseason. They didn't look too hot in the first game. Those issues can be corrected. Unfortunately, I don't see Deshaun Watson carrying them. And if they do, if they do make the playoffs, he will have to carry them to the playoffs. Uh, Titans, I don't I don't like the Titans simply because they're very 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 Derrick Henry centric. Um, yes. What happens if he gets injured? You can't recover from that. Really. They're gonna they're gonna make Ryan Tannehill play quarterback, and then they're gonna lose. So. Exactly. Yeah, they're gonna load the box against Derrick Henry, and then I don't know, man. I don't, I don't trust Ryan Tannehill to win games. All right, all right, we'll wait and see. And obviously, I guess we're not, we're all not too high on the Browns here. Even though I do like Baker, we're not <clears> high <throat> on the Browns. Um, new coach coming in, Stefanski. Um, we'll see how the, he does. Um, I wait. I gotta say, I got something to say about the Browns. Yeah. Here, first of all, all right. So I know the division's competitive, but. They just brought in Kevin Stefanski. This is notorious run-first system. It's the same system that Kirk Cousins had with Dalvin Cook last season in Minnesota. Baker's not going to be asked to make a lot of plays or a ton of throws. It's going to be through Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, and he's got Odell, Jarvis, Austin Hooper, David Njoku in place, and they fixed the O-line. They got two great offensive tackles now. So I the Browns look pretty good from an offensive standpoint. I don't know about the defense, but offensively, this could be a pretty good team. Uh-huh. I, I mean, I think it's so in the air with Baker. Like you yeah, just don't yeah. know what you're gonna get this season. Well, you, you try not having a try not having a real coach or any offensive guy. Yeah, I, I know, but I just still think there's just a, a lot of the pressure on. Like there's just still a lot of pressure on him, and we just still didn't see him perform that well last year. And he did still have weapons around him. Well, I think I think Stefanski's gonna take a little bit of that pressure off. Man. You gotta hope so. I mean, they got a great running back in Nick Chubb. They, I mean, he has no excuse this year to Two not great play backs, well. Cream Hunt and- Big, Baker, Baker Mayfield has no excuse. If there's anyone in the NFL, Dak he has the most pressure on him on out of anyone in the NFL, more Dak. than Tom Brady. And Dak. Yep. And uh, thank you. All right. All right. Let's get to my hot takes. I think the Patriots are going to be good. Like I said before, their defense kind of remains the same. I know they lost, was it McCourty, to opt out. Chung, they lost Chung, but you know that's that you can you can recover from that. Uh, they lost Chung. I like their defense. I like what Cam Newton brings to the offense, um, and I, I like Nikhil Harry. And if those things all mesh together, they will have a good season. Um, but I don't think they're good enough to beat the Bills even still because Bills have a great defense plus a better offense. So if the Patriots make it in, they will be going through the wild card round. Hot take. That's a huge if. That's a huge yeah, if. Yeah, but I like him. I like him. Um, even with Derwin out for the year, I think the Chargers still sneak in. Like I said before, Tyrod has the best receiving core he has ever had, um, and this team will go as far as he takes them. And I think he can take them to nine or ten wins. Also, this defense is really, really good. Um, still, still, even even after losing Derwin James. Uh, I that's a big loss. Hopeful, big char- loss. Uh, way <laughs> off, way off. Tr- uh, I'm, not, I'm not downplaying the loss. That's a very, that's a huge way loss. too positive Charger fan over here. 
Got to pull him over or arrest him for this. I, I think we might have to. Meaner of being a fan. I, I think it's a vibe check with this Charger team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. I just I had a, I had a wrong moment when he just said Chargers were going to make the playoffs. Let Let's see how they do against against the um, the Bengals this week. Um, I st- I have faith in them still. A lot of people like the Bengals, actually. Really? Um, yeah. The offensive line, I mean, they're getting their first-round pick from uh, last year who was out the whole year back. Oh, yeah, Jonah, Jonah Williams. Jonah, yeah. Jonah Williams, yeah. So, I mean, like, I don't necessarily think they're going to be that bad. I mean, although if you watch the training camp film, Joe uh, sorry, uh, Joe Burrow was literally playing Sharks and Minnows. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, one minnow, like ten sharks. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was the last guy. You know, he was the guy that, like, hit out of bounds the whole time, and then, you know, now he's getting it. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Welcome was, to Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, we're on the Cincinnati. Time for Sharks and Minnows. Oh, man. Um, I'll, I'll skip my third hot take because we already covered the Colts. But yeah. hot take four, then you're not going to like this. Baker Mayfield will be better than advertised this year. Ooh. I mean, left tackle. It's uh, not that I won't like it. It's just that I, I, I just don't think it's going to happen. Like, I would love Baker to be successful. I just don't oh, think it's going to happen. But I think they have – he has weapons. They're going to run the ball a lot more. So, it's going to take a lot of pressure off of them. Um, they have two very, very good running backs. Um, will, will they make the playoffs? I don't think so. But will Baker be good? Probably. Um, I think Jared Goff – no, not even Jared Goff. Uh, above average quarterback, but not elite, if that makes sense. That's that's my prediction for Get that. I can see him being that, too. So you think Baker is going to be better than advertised, but they can't make the playoffs over the depleted Patriots or <laughs> a, a disaster waiting to happen in the Chargers. No. I no. And the Broncos don't even have an offensive tackle, but yeah. All right, Jake. We can't all have as great of takes as yeah, you. Sorry, simmer Jake. down. Simmer sorry, down. Jake. Simmer down. I'm, all right. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I think we're just going to have to wait and see. Yeah. I'm excited for this football season coming up. We got a lot more things we're going to talk about in the entire world of sports. Why don't you end it for us? Uh, end it for us, Bake. You and your, yeah. you know. Gladly. We need, we need to get out of here you know, before Finn says yeah, anything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get out of here before, you know. All right. I guess that's going to do it for today's show. That was our first NFL season predictions. Follow us on Instagram at ST Sports Talk if you haven't already. Twitter as well at ST Sports Talk underscore. Where we post highlights from the show, we tweet our opinions in the moment during live games. And feel free to DM us topics or hot takes you want us to cover. Next time, we're probably going to have a special guest on the show. It's looking increasingly likely that that's going to happen. So stay, look out, be on the lookout for that. And uh, catch us with new episodes every Friday, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public, Overcast, and Anchor. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. See you next see time. See you.